0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hi everybody. This is Jennifer O'Neill. Welcome back. I know I've been <clears throat> missing for a while. I my schedule is just crazy, guys. It's just really, really crazy. Um, so I've been having a lot of offers to do different things. The latest one from Japan, uh, and I'm just trying to juggle everything. So. I know everybody's really happy that I'm back, and I'm happy to be back. I really enjoy doing the show. So welcome back. We have a couple of callers on the line. <clears throat> so I'm sure that you guys know the rules. We're not doing any psychic readings on this show. So if you're holding for that, um, we won't be doing those. But we are going to talk about your life. Let's face it. Your life could be better. We're going to talk about that today. Oh, sorry. Um, so anyways... This is based on an email that I got, actually. Uh, As you guys know, I do a lot of talking about universal laws and that sort of thing, and I get a lot of emails about trying to understand them further. And I had a person email me that wanted to know about the law of allowing, and they said that it resonated with them, and they had a question. The universe wishes to give us good things instead of allowing, we resist. My question is, do people resist only because they are afraid of an outcome they don't desire, or do they resist the good outcome because they are afraid of good things happening to them? People are much more inclined to expect bad outcomes based on bad experiences, so they attract bad outcomes. It's much more difficult to expect the universe to want to give you good things, and resisting things is resistance not allowing. I thought that this was a really great observation, and I thought that I needed to go ahead and address this, so I wanted to do a radio show on it instead of emailing back. Why do people have such a hard time with the law of law? Uh, are they, again, are they afraid of the outcome they don't desire? Or are they afraid of good things, or do they just simply not believe? So people... I'm going to answer that, but I want to get to a little bit of other things. Out of the many, Jesus, thousands and thousands and thousands of readings I've done over the years, one of the things that I notice the most about the people that I do readings for and friends and family and even myself years and years ago, um, which thank God I've since changed that, but people are very good micromanagers of their own lives, um, they think that they're very good micromanagers of their own lives. Anyways, they they go. I know exactly what I want. You know, I know what all my desires are. And they, for some reason, think that if they try to control an outcome, <clears throat> if they don't get involved in telling the universe and everybody around them and whatever what it is that they desire and what it is that they want, they think that if they are some not somehow not active are proactive in their outcome, that they won't get what they want. And But think about this. You have trained or been trained probably mostly your entire life from when you were little that in order to get things that you want, you need to be proactive. Well, that's partially true. But they leave out a very big portion of that. So they be like, uh, so people will say, you know, you have to work really hard to get to where you want based on career. You have to work really hard to get you know, if you want that new shiny car, you need to work work really hard to get there. If you want that job or promotion, or if you want that house, you know, you need to put in the blood, sweat and tears and you need to really work and get to where it is that you want to be. <clears throat> or you need to really put in this work to get it. So what happens is people translate that in their minds to they need to micromanage and really force something to happen or work really hard to get a certain specific way. So instead of getting into the loud blowing, a lot of people get into um, a bowl in a china shop mode. They start just plowing through things and decide that, you know, if this is a roadblock, I'm just going to plow right through there because this is what I want and I need to go this direction. And so they become very bullheaded and they become very micromanageable on every aspect of their life. <clears throat> And truthfully, if you're not in a good place in your life right now, this is really awesome, actually, if you think about it. Your life is set up the way it is because of all the many choices you've made in your life. I, I, many people are going to hate that I say that because a lot of people don't want to take responsibility for where their life is um, because they want to blame it on other people. It, 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 that's not necess- – I'm not – saying, you know, oh, my God, people are blaming everybody. I'm not. I'm just saying that it's easier. I've been in the situation before. I'm no different than any of you guys. But, you know, you always have to stop yourself. It's easier to blame the economy. It's easier to blame a spouse. It's easier to blame your boss. It's easier to blame all these people for your life being where it is at today. So let's start from square one. Are you happy? Are you happy with where your life is? Are you happy with how your life is going? Because evaluate your life where it is right now, and I'm talking even down to a physical aspect for, for most of you, um, because your physical health is a reflection of your spiritual health. It is, always will be. Um, the only time that that doesn't really pertain is actually another email I've gotten, which is sometimes um, children write illnesses or different things into their charts when they come down because of certain things that they have to you know, overcome or want to accomplish what they're here. However, on the flip side of that, they, that doesn't dictate their outcome. Their law allowing and mean, their, their thoughts dictate their outcome. So evaluate where you are. Are you happy? You've made all of these choices, all of these choices in your life, every minute of every day of every part of your life since you've been alive. You are the only specific person who can make every single one of those choices up until this point today. You are the only one who has been with you the whole entire time. It doesn't matter if you changed your mind based on somebody swaying you this way or that way. It was ultimately still your choice. You were, you, you're here where you're at today because of that. Now, <clears throat> that being said, are you happy? Are you happy where you're at? Because what, I, what I've noticed and what I'm talking about with the law of allowing is most people they resist based on fear. So let's say wherever you're at today, um, now people do resist on other things. They they resist on, you know, being afraid of good things happening, being afraid of this, being afraid of that. But let, well, let's face it, that's also based on fear. So they are afraid of things happening to them and things coming out the way that they don't want them to. For instance, um, a lot of everybody, most everybody's had some bad things happen here or there in their life. And so they know what they don't want in their life. They know things that make them uncomfortable, situations that make them uncomfortable, whether it be money situations, relationship situations, living situations, whatever. They know how they're not feeling comfortable. So what happens is instead of moving forward, creating another picture in their mind and allowing things to flow into their life, they start moving forward in resistance. I'm afraid... I don't ever want to be there again. I don't want to ever be in that money situation again. I don't want to be here in that situation again. So as you move forward, they move forward in a meticulous manner trying to make sure that you're steering yourself in a way that is not ever going towards those places ever again. So you're basically moving forward based out of fear. Now here's the the kicker. You've been taught this so long that it is, you're almost, I call it, Although, you know, it's, I guess, I don't know, I call it brainwashing. It's, it's not necessarily um, a brainwash, you know, like a cult brainwash, although I guess you could go there. But I, it wasn't done intentionally to cause harm on you guys. It's just, it's a repetitive pattern that's been taught over and over again. <clears throat> what hasn't been taught? Uh, nothing has been taught to you to hone your belief system in something bigger than what you've been taught. Most people out there have, are so far away from their spiritual bodies and how the wor- world works on an energetic basis, how energy works with all living things, how energy works throughout your own body, how energy through your body correlates with your spiritual body, how your, your energetic body works with all of the energy surrounding you, places, people, events, animals, even homes and, and cars, these things all are energy, Even, but it's a mind-trippy because you look at it and you touch it and you knock on it and it's all very hard. So that's another thing we've been taught for a very long time that all things energy, you know, we've been taught the energy you can't see, so that's one good thing. Um, but you've also been taught that it seems to be kind of flowing in like the air. But that's a very big misconception. Energy isn't always like the air. Yes, there's energy in the air, and yes, you cannot see a lot of it. But energy comes in all different kinds of forms. So that's where people really get tripped up. So energy can become very solid in form. It's just it just the way that the composition is, your mind's eye sees it as a very solid component. Your, your touch and your, your body sees it as solid, but that's kind of mind-trippy for people. So they don't view the world around them as, as energetically based. Therefore, they still view it as physically based. So like I said, this is very mind-trippy for people until they start. <clears throat> so you don't want to even get into the part about truthfully. If you get into the Universal Laws book and anything that has to do with law of attraction and all of that That's all good and well. Start doing your visualization. Start learning about it and start trying to move forward. But you really can't advance to the level that you need to advance to if you don't start with your belief system. If you don't somewhere go to your your belief system and start reprogramming it to understand that there is something more magical going on in the universe. And that's another thing that I find very interesting that I've talked about on other shows, I'm sure, which is children don't have a hard time believing in any of these things, but they also don't have a hard time believing in Santa Claus and, you know, Easter Bunny and all that, which I still think children should believe in that till God, they're 20 or whatever. I don't even care, but for a long time. The reason that I think that you should always teach your children about these things and really feed into it and enjoy it is because they get into the energe- energy and the energetic mindset of something magical and something being able to happen and appear and reappear in a way that it gives them a very euphoric feeling. I can actually see children's um, energy shift when they start talking about any of these magical things. But instead of encouraging that and enhancing that as far as you can, just going even when they learn Santa Claus is you or whatever, um, to encourage and just let them know, your children and whoever, your young adult that there are some very magical things that still happen in the world You just don't see them, and then you can go into universal laws and that sort of thing. You want to encourage them being that in touch with themselves because children naturally believe in that sort of thing because they're fresh from the other side, they're in touch with their spiritual body. They're way more in tune with the spiritual energy than most adults are. And so what do most adults do? They go, oh, that's not real. Your life is not going to be like Santa Claus. Your life is not going to be, you know, things are not always going to be given to you. You're always going to have to work very hard. So hence the brainwashing comes in, and then you start switching modes, and then you start going, this isn't possible, that's not possible, and whatever. So anyways, like I said, getting back to the belief system, you really, if you're going to get into universal laws or if you're interested in the law of allowing or any of that, you need to start from square one, and that is rewiring your belief system and understanding Even if you go read, I don't even care if you go read quantum physics books, but if you start seeing and noticing the world around you as energy. For instance, um, one of the things that I've noticed, and I've talked about this on another show, is that food. Food, for instance, is going very away from the natural energetic form because there's all forms of energy. So um, that's one thing that people, or I'm highly suggesting anymore, is that most people try to eat more things that are, Energetic food, so basically that means fruits, vegetables, anything that are in its proper form that because they hold the most intense amount of energy. And it can even be animals, chicken, um, you know, hamburgers, whatever. But anything that was living in a food sense, um, some things that are not living in a food sense would be like anything made from flour and whatnot. And that doesn't mean don't ever not eat it, it just means that when your body takes it in, it takes it in in a different form. And I'm kind of getting away from that. But what I'm saying is you have to start with your belief system and you have to start viewing the world around you as energetic. Once you start really getting that and kind of honing in on the world isn't as physical as you've perceived it for probably 20, 30, 40, 50 years, whatever – once you start really honing in on that and you start viewing the world differently, I even have people do meditations where during the meditation they actually ask to see or imagine that they see everything like you would the matrix or something, where imagine in your meditative state that you you start allowing yourself to see things on more of a grid sense, more of an energetic sense, that your body and your spiritual being starts being more aware of the space that you're in in more of an energetic sense. It won't change your life like, like make you, like, you know, not see things like normal people, but the way that you feel things around you will change. And once that energy starts shifting, you will start noticing things happening in your life. You'll start noticing that things that you, you wish for or things that you want in your life will just start flowing into your life. And then you'll start noticing a correlation. Once you start viewing the world as energetic energetic, and you really kind of get into that and you really kind of start believing in something bigger than you. And you know what? Truth be told, I've had clients go back to the days that they did believe in Santa Claus. And remember how euphoric feeling that that was when you woke up and the next day there was stuff there. Um, because it gets you back in touch with the feeling that you're looking for, that magical sense of the universe. And then the other thing is when you really start breaking that down and trying to see the world on an energetic basis, then you'll start noticing some other things about yourself, about your spiritual body. You'll start noticing that you're veered in different directions. You'll start noticing that you're moved not so much about Getting the house, but getting a larger space. You're you're veered more, not so much about eating at this specific restaurant, but having good food. You'll notice that you're not so set on uh, finding a husband or a wife, but but fi- having good relationships in your life, other good energy that is supportive energy of you. You'll start viewing things differently, and once that starts shifting. The law of allowing will start being easier because you'll begin to trust that you, I swear I, I there's like two groups of people, and I do have a couple callers on the line that I'm going to get to again make sure that if you're on the line and you're just called um, i'm not doing psychic readings on the air um, we're only pertaining to this conversation so uh, if you want to talk about this then stay on the line if not then um, sorry we're not doing readings but you know, once you start making that shift, like I said, you're going to learn a lot about yourself. You're going to become a lot more spiritual, or more in touch with your spiritual body and what your wants and needs are. That's people. When I evaluate. People, like I said, they, they tend to come in two groups to me. One, you are either come in a place where you start believing in all this stuff that you don't even know what you believe in, but you believe there's something else going on because you have proof of it because this happened when you went to the store that day and this happened when you got home or, um, you know, Somebody had sent me a message that their boss had picked up a pencil that they didn't want to pick up off the ground. Like you'll have all these little things going on. You almost feel like you have mind control of your life. It's very strange. And then you'll have other these other people who are just want all this proof and don't believe it and are still in this fear mode. Now, you can have people switch groups. You can have people go from the fear mode into I feel like there's more in life and I want to discover it. They become like hungry children or, or whatever. They just want to absorb and soak up as much energy as they can, just learning and learning as much as they possibly can. So, you know, figure out what group you're in too. And want to be in the other group. You want to read and devour as much information and as much as you can about universal laws and about understanding the world in an energetic sense. That's where your belief system switches. Then when your beliefs system switches or system switches, then you move into the next, which is the law of allowing. So I hope, that was a very roundabout way about answering that question, but before you can work with any universal laws, you have to work with the belief system. Then once you get into the belief system that there is more out there that you've never been taught, and you know, this, before I am getting to the phone calls, but that's the other kicker that I find very interesting. Just because you never had this information before doesn't mean that it hasn't existed for hundreds of thousands of years and other people have been using it forever. It just means that you, in particular, didn't have access to this information before. It's out there. It's been out there for hundreds of thousands of years. This is not a new concept. But for some reason in your lifetime, you just have never come across this type of learning, um, and which is actually a lot of it's in science class, so I find that very interesting that they don't hone in on that a little bit more. But once you start getting to the point where you're open to the belief that the world works differently, you will start seeing things change. Once those things start changing, it will start solidifying your belief system. Once your belief system starts getting to where it believes in something different or something bigger, then it's easier to work with a lot of allowing. Until you get to that point, you're going to be scared to death at any turn that, or decision or choice that you have to make in your life or any event that pops up, most of us in the group two or the, the second group, what happens just, again, I'm going to get to your calls. Sorry if this is taking so long. But most of us who um, have things pop up in their life, such as like maybe you think that you're going to move to a certain house and you love it, and you found it, and whatever, and all these obstacles pops up. Maybe something happened with your loan or the people who are selling it and it just fell completely through. There's a reason for that. And instead of getting into the fear of I knew that was going to happen and I knew I wasn't going to get what I wanted and I wanted this so bad, see, that's the other thing is you have to trust that what you want may be different than what you're trying to force yourself to do. Um, The universe actually tends to know you guys better than you know yourself. And that is a fact. That is an absolute fact because when I even when I do readings on people I'm surprised at how bullheaded that people can be and not all clients are bullheaded and again this can be me included if I'm not careful we all tend to naturally think that we are so smart with ourselves that we want something very specific and if we don't get that very specific thing or that very specific outcome then our world whole world is going to be upset and that's not the case there's 27 different outcomes for the one outcome that you think will make you happy. There's 27 other different outcomes easily that will also satisfy you and make you happy. For the one job that you think you have to have, there is 27, 35 other jobs that match that job that you would also be very happy at. But you become very fixated and obsessed on one specific thing, and that changes a lot of stuff. Um, I'm going to go ahead and try to take this collar on here. We've had a couple duck out. Aloha, so this is um, area code 847. Are you on the line? Hello? Area code 847? All right, well, I'm going to have to unmute you there. All right, we, maybe they stepped away from their phone. So getting back to what we were talking about is most people make choices and make decisions based on fear. Um, if you, it, it, again, if you take your life starting from today, I'd like most of you to go back, and if there's anything that you're unhappy about of where you're at in your life, one of the things I, I get people to do is I get them to go backwards and go, what decisions do you think that you made that contributed to where you're at today, where, where you're not necessarily happy of where you're at? What do you think contributed to that? What choices, not that anybody else made, you really cannot put this on anybody else. This is a you exercise. Um, what decisions, even if your mother tried to sway you to do something, you ultimately gave in. Um, what decisions did you make? And then if you, and if you think about it, I bet you 99 times out of 100 you made that decision. Like if you can go back to going, I knew I shouldn't have took this job, but I felt pressure from my family or um, maybe I didn't feel pressure, but I felt like it was the only job out there, yada, 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 whatever it is that you did and now you're unhappy in the job. I want you to think about that. What decision did you make poorly? And then also think about how did you make that decision? Was it based on fear or was it based on hopefulness or, or something else? Because like I said, a lot of things that kind of create into your life that didn't turn out the way that you wanted to, Most of the time people make those decisions based on being afraid of something else happening if they didn't choose this. So that's a good place to start. The other good place to start is what good things have happened in your past or what good things have happened today in your life. Because if you go back also and do the same thing of what decisions did you make that contributed to these good things happening in your life, a lot of times you're going to be like, I didn't really do anything. It fell in my lap. And that is exactly what I'm talking about. It, these good things a lot of times sort of what people call fall in their lap. Like maybe um, your children are some of the best things that ever happened to you. Maybe you accidentally got pregnant. I don't know. That sounds really weird, but you, you can see where I'm going with this. So um, a lot of – or maybe you decided to make a decision to have children and um, you were very open to how that was going to develop. But my, my point being, if you go backwards in the history of different choices that you've made to kind of get you to where you're at today, you'll notice a pattern about yourself. Everybody has a pattern. They have a pattern in how they choose and make decisions in their life. And it depends on how much you micromanage your life. But a lot of times you'll notice that things are... Uh, done a lot of a lot of people i find more people i would say 70 percent of the people's pattern is based on fear or worry as they make decisions going forward what i'd like to see you do from here on out is make decisions based on what feels good um what a hopeful decision like um Let's just imagine that life turned out exactly the way I wanted it to. What would I choose? I would choose this way. I would like to see you go into more of a, for, a, re, a euphoric state when you choose things. Um, and you have to be willing to take a chance on things that scare the, the Jesus out of you. Uh, you have to be, when you want to change your life and, and start believing in something bigger, it kind of reminds me of that trust exercise where people like fall back and somebody's supposed to be back there and catch them. Um, Only the universe is supposed to be back there to catch you and you can't see them. So it's very much a trust issue. So you need to want a different life more than you want to stay in the life that you have if you're going to change it. You need to be more worried about knowing that you're repeating the same pattern over and over and you need to want out of that way more than you're afraid. And if you can, it's easier to jump into something different. So, for instance, moving forward, I'd like you to be more aware of what decisions that you're making based out of fear um, because that will help you from resisting the law allowing, number one. Um, I'd like you to just experiment. You can experiment with little things. You don't have to experiment with big things, um, just little choices of, Should I drive down this road or drive down that road or should I buy this shirt or not buy this shirt and start going, that sounds really weird, but it's true, or should I eat here or eat there, and start going, instead of going, gosh, if I eat there, you know, I I didn't have a good food last time, start getting more in touch with your intuition and go, what do I feel like I want to do? What do I feel like would make me the happiest? That's really where you start wanting to make choices from based on today. You want to start going, what do I feel like would make me happier? And you move that direction. You move that choice. And, and then experiment. Try doing the decisions based on fear if you're still afraid. But then try a few based on not fear, based on this would make me happier in life. I don't know what the outcome is, but this is going to make me happier, I feel, at the moment. Because a lot of those decisions will lead to other things like dominoes, and it will lead to something kind of cool happening in your life. that You have to start to reprogram your brain somewhere to start testing that the universe does have your back, so to speak. And once you start doing that, it will make it easier for the law of allowing <laughs> to make decisions based on the law, law of allowing. But this is a constant reminder. I mean, I have wrote this book. I've studied this on years. I use it in my life most of the time. But there will be times during the year where something will come up that will, you know, can be an upsetting situation or whatever happening in my life. And I can find myself tensing, and getting nervous about the outcome. And so I have to catch myself when I start tensing and going, nope, I'm not going through this. I'm not going through all these little little points and worrying about what's going to happen all the way to the end. I'm going to go to the end and imagine that this thing works out exactly, not how I want it to, but I guess I would reward that. I want to go to the end of whatever I'm worried about happening in an event or whatever, and I want to go and imagine that it works out in a way that I'm feeling comfortable and happy. So, that I don't, I, so I don't play into the little details. I don't try to micromanage how this whole event's going to play out. I don't do that because to me that's not my job. That's the universe's job. So what I do is I go to the end events and I go, I'm feeling happy about this turned out, how this turned out. I'm feeling good at whatever place I'm in. That's what I do. I let the universe micromanage all those little details in between because I trust the universe that much. I trust it way more than I trust myself. Um, that hands down as far as the way that things work out. I always trust how the universe is going to handle things. So that's another thing is you'll see, once you start changing your mindset, you'll start to get. Most people will start to get to where they trust in the signs and the signals the universe sends. Like if you're trying to do something and, and you get a, um, some blockers come up, so you end up going another direction. They'll, they can get to where that they trust that more than, than they trust what they think the outcome is going to be. Now, that being said, you'd still want to use your brain. you still want to use, you know, your brain to go, well, you know, I, I can't think of an example right now, but you want to use that and weigh in some of the options because your brain is a good filter. Your, what your brain does is it filters through a lot of information. It filters through a lot of information of, Things that have happened in your past and things that could be potentially dangerous, you know, like leaping off a cliff or something, um, or driving your car too fast. So you have all this really good knowledge in there, and you can kind of couple that with also trusting that things are going to work out. So I do think that people are also surrounded by so many other people that may that are that change their life or that make decisions based out of fear that. It, the last thing I'd like to talk about on, on the law of allowing is it makes it really hard sometimes to keep yourself motivated in a positive manner. So you have to be really careful. If you're starting to get into universal laws and things like the law allowing and you're trying to work on your belief system, don't share that with anybody who you know will be critical. Number one. Number one rule always, don't share any positive information that you're learning and moving forward if you know that that person's going to be critical or somebody in your life's going to be critical because they have a way of energetically pulling you back um, very quickly. So you don't want to do that. Only share with people who are interested in what you're doing or would get excited or they're positive people around your life, number one. Um, the second thing is you're going to have to want to go against what most people in your life believe which is they're, they, they, if you told most people that if you were going to start changing your belief system and believing in something bigger, they think number either, either number one, they turned religious on you. You know, you've turned religious and you're great. Or number two, you've just gone wacky, one, one of the two. And so um, these are things that you can keep to yourself. You don't necessarily have to share them with people. Uh, it, it can be your own personal journey. The last thing that I'd like to tell you guys to do is keep a journal. When you start really getting to where your belief system is starting to shift and you're starting to see some things fall into your lap like dominoes. Like, for instance, I mean, like I said, this, this happens to me so much anymore. I'm not surprised that I'm still excited every time it happens, which is weird. The other day I was sitting at home for some reason I have no idea why I was thinking I wanted, I tell you guys weird stories, but I was thinking I wanted chips and salsa, and for some reason I wanted Doritos, which, again, kind of goes against eating the really healthy food. But, you know, sometimes you just got to eat crack. So um, I had decided I wanted some, I thought, well, I don't even have any. Very strange. Uh, my son came home probably 20 minutes after I had this thought and just kind of let it go out in my head because I had so much work to do. I was not leaving the house to go get Doritos. And sure enough, he had gone to Subway and brought a whole bag of them home that he did not eat. Like, these little things will start to happen to you when you start changing your belief system or just being open to your thoughts bringing things to you, your thoughts creating your environment. When you start being open to that, you need to keep a journal and start writing little things like that down. Like I said, the other person who said the pencil fell off their desk, didn't want to pick it up, and their boss came and picked it up and put it on their desk, write it in your journal. The Doritos came to my house, write it in your journal. Write all of these things down because what will start happening is you'll start realizing that maybe one thing a week started happening, then you're going to find two things a week, and then five things a, or every day something happens, then you're going to start noticing three times a day something happens. Um, I mean, it's gotten to the point where I have, I will think about, I get so busy with my line of work. And the other day I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I forgot. I really need to email this person back. And I totally forgot about it in five minutes. That person has emailed me. It's craziness. It's just, it is. So it's gotten in my world where I just trust that all this is kind of almost controlled by what I'm thinking. I mean, I really, truly believe that. I'm not just teaching something I don't see happen in my own life. It just, I've been working on this for several years, and and it's just a way of life anymore. And so it's something that I'd like you guys to try, and I'd like you to start chart or or put in a book and start noticing, because you can do the opposite also. You can also go to um, why you were late somewhere. I knew it was going to be late. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it and the next thing you know you're late. You know, you can go the opposite direction if you want to. I wouldn't write those in your book, but at least you want to be more aware. What are the things that you've done in your life or what's happening on a daily basis? Like if something bad happened that specific day, you want to backtrack. What was I thinking about? What was I worried about? What was I afraid of happening today? Because most of the time, you're, like I said, you'll be going, I knew. I knew it. I knew that was going to happen. So People are trained their entire life how not to work with a lot of allowing. They are trained to be a bull and trying to shop with energetic forces, um, for real. So that is part of why people resist. They're trained to power forward in the most uh, micromanaging, forceful way ever. They're taught that that's how you get anything accomplished. It's pretty well known in the U.S. that that's, how things go, and in other cultures as well. That's one thing. They're also taught to not believe in anything magical from a very young age, so therefore, the universal laws and energy seems very magical. <clears throat> so people are very shunned not to believe in that. Uh, secondly, or another thing is just to clear that up again, I know I say this all the time, but it's it's not a magical energy thing. This is actually a scientific thing that's all proven. It's just something that everybody skips over when they're teaching you how to become a child to an adult. They just skip over the whole scientific thing and thinking it's not important, <clears throat> probably because they don't make it entertaining and applying it into anything in your, your life directly. Um, you want to, most of you, if you're listening, you want to find a better life. You, you, want, you want to do something different. Um, and so in order to do that, you want to start evaluating your belief system and where are you at on the scale, and you want to learn to change that. At least experiment with it. You can experiment with it and prove me wrong if you want to. I tell people that all the time. They never email me back and say I'm wrong. So experiment and try to shift your thinking. Experiment with where your belief system is and try to strengthen it as far as learning more about energy. Read, experiment, listen to shows. Do anything that you can to widen your knowledge on how energy works and how the universal laws work and how the the scientific energy works. Broaden your knowledge on it. Don't just necessarily take my um, radio show for granted and just that it's law. Um, Go do your own research. Go research on it. Go read anything you can on quantum physics. Go read because you'll find out that it's all true. Um, And then you need to take responsibility for where you're at and the choices that you've made. You need to take responsibility for that and then decide, okay, how can I change this and move forward? And you need to want to have a different life more than fear. Fear is powerful. It's ridiculously powerful. You need to want something more than you want to be afraid. Um, And some of you are there and they're like, you're like, I'm all over that. I'm going to move forward. Some of you aren't there yet. Some of you are just learning about this, and you're still too afraid to move forward and still too afraid to trust. And that's okay. It's okay wherever you're at. It's a, um, As long as you're being open and learning more, um, you'll get there. You'll get to where you want to change things and try something different. But it takes time. And this is also I want to end up with Working with any of the universal laws and the law of allowing and the law of resistance, um, it's, it's an ongoing process. It's not something that you're going to learn, and then you're just going to be like, oh, I'm going to be this way forever. It doesn't even work that way with me, and I've done this for years. So, but what you will start understanding is that you'll notice when you start running up a lot of roadblocks, every time something happens in my life or my day didn't go very well, I will go back and go, what was my thoughts leading up to this? What, did I, what was I thinking about? What, what was my mindset? Was I cranky? Was I, was I um, yeah, what was my mindset? Because obviously something I projected or was thinking about kind of manifested and created this day, so I need to go backwards and stop that. <laughs> I need to go backwards and stop that now so I don't turn this into tomorrow. And that's what I do. So I don't necessarily look at the actual event or whatever that happened in the day I go into what led up to this. I need to go back and figure out where's my responsibility in this, and where, what, what did I do that led up to this? And then I shift it, I change it immediately. If it's that I just started my day out very grumpy for whatever reason, um, which doesn't happen often, but it can happen to any of us, you know. um, Then I do something immediately to shift my mood. I will change it, you know. I will go watch a show that I really like. I will change up my routine 180 percent until I can get myself feeling back in a more positive, structured vibe. Even if it's in the midst of your crappy day, you do something to change it right away. Or that's what I do, because then I know that I'm not recreating this energy or environment into that night or into the next day. So hopefully that was helpful for you guys. I know that that was, a, like I said, a very long explanation. But people just don't know enough to trust the love allowing. So it becomes very difficult. They, the, and that they, they make decisions based out of fear. And um, because they're pretty sure that good things just don't happen to people, that can be a belief, but it's a usually a smaller one. Anyways, thank you for tuning in. I will be back hopefully next week, schedule permitting. I'm not sure what my radio show will be on yet. Um, if you want a reading or want to, um, there's a Women Changing the World seminar or something like that. No, I can't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go on over to my website, um, hawaiihealings with an S com. And there you can also click on the Soulmate Circle if you want to be a part of my new um, Soulmate Circle group where we have discussions in the group. And if you want a reading or, you know, to figure out anything that you know you want to try to figure out help if you want my help to move forward or figure out any blocks or have just any questions that you wanted to have a psychic reading on or spiritual guidance then you can schedule any of that so until next time check your belief system and try to restructure it because i promise you if you restructure that it will change your life it will change your world you'll notice it all the time all right have a wonderful day aloha everybody That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW Void prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh oh oh! O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart: the professional parts people. Oh oh. O'Reilly.